Hey everyone, it's Raheel. Let's talk Galveston. For some reason, it gets so much hate, but not from me. I love it. From the fun beaches to the unforgettable food, Galveston has so much to enjoy. It's now my job to convince lead producer Dina Kespa, producer Carleon Jones, and newsletter editor Brooke Lewis on why Galveston doesn't suck. It's Thursday, April 6th. I'm Raheel Ramzanali, and here's what Houston is talking about today. Oh no, the whole team is here. We're going to chat. We're going to have a lot of fun. Brooke, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing all right. Dina, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. And Carly on, how are you? I'm good. A little sleepy, but you know, we're going to make it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to make it, right? That's that's the anthem. We're going to be fine. Carly on, let's start with you, okay? Okay. Galveston, what is your relationship first and foremost with this awesome beach town? (laughs) And why don't you like it? Because basically what's happening here is I'm going to convince everyone why Galveston is the best. Go ahead, Carl. Okay, so I don't completely hate Galveston. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I'll say that. I mean, I think the water's dirty and I am a California girl. Like, not actually. Like, I'm from Texas, but I love California. So it's just like when I see the water in Galveston, it's like a, a disappointment almost. Um, but... I do think it's a fun area, like as far as like Kima goes. Also, like it has a lot of history, like that's where Juneteenth started. So that's super important to me. Um, But I do think it's a a cool place. Like, you know, that's where the cruise ships go. And I love a cruise. So (laughs) that's my favorite part about Galveston. Okay. Dina, how about you? I'm with Carly, though. I feel like the water's dirty, although I've been... Okay. Y'all remember like years ago, probably when we were all like middle school, how they came out with talking about what was in the Galveston water. There was like fecal matter and <laughs> mm-hmm. that nastiness. Since yeah. then, I've been traumatized. Okay. But mm-hmm. then when you do the research, they're all like, oh, it just looks dirty because of the sand. And I'm just like, who do I believe? <laughs> That's my only issue is that it looks grimy and nasty. And I was traumatized as a kid from <laughs> hearing about that story on the news about what's in our water. That is a huge thing, the water, right? So we'll address that one and the fecal matter and all that stuff. I've got some stuff for you to count. <laughs> that so we'll get to that but what was your relationship with it growing up it was really good i'd say that my family um we spent almost every weekend when the weather was nice not in the summer going to clear like park specifically so we weren't really in galveston but it was uh, like on the water and one of my favorite things about that park is that my community specifically would always be out there. So you were seeing people from all across the town, from like the Clear Lake Muslim crowd to like the, you know, the Southwest A-Leaf Muslim crowd all gathering there without even having it planned. It was just like our spot. And that's what I loved about it growing up. Oh, cool. I did not know that, that that was the the place to be. Yeah. All right. Brooke, how about you? What, What was your relationship to Galveston and what do you think about it now? So I feel like growing up, I always had a love-hate relationship with it. Like I loved going there with my parents. We would always go mostly every summer. And it always felt to me like we were going on like a huge trip going to Galveston because it would take forever in the car. And then we were there. Like one time we stayed in a really nice hotel. Um, But maybe it was just super nice to me because I was really young. But I just loved 
going there with my parents. So I always think about that, like those memories, going there with them, going there for friends' birthday parties when I was younger growing up. Mm. Um, But I always was kind of just like Dina, weirded out by the water. And I had Mm -hmm. a really kind of scary experience um, when I was, I think I was in college or grad school and I went there with friends 4th of July weekend and my foot actually went numb when I went deep into the water. Mm. Yes. Um, Still to this day, don't know what bit me, but something definitely bit me in my foot. Like my one of my toes um, continued to swell up and that kind of freaked me out from Galveston water. But something changed. I don't know. Something changed for me with Galveston probably around the pandemic. And I think it's because we were inside for Mm. so long. And after that, I just love going to Galveston. I'm not, I don't mm. care about the water. I don't care about <laughs> any of that. I just love that we have like a beach within an hour's drive. So yeah, something around 2020, I think changed. Nice. So now there is a clear line drawn in the Galveston <laughs> sand with Brooke and myself on one side, <laughs> Dina and Carlyon on the other side. I love it. So we're going to break down some of these criticisms. But first, let me tell you my relationship to Galveston, why I love it so much now. So like everyone, nostalgia is a big deal, right? My family being immigrants, one of the places we could go for free was Galveston. So mm-hmm. growing up, we would always go to Galveston Island State Park. All of our cousins would be there. We would have like a little cabana there or like those cement cabanas. I don't know if anyone, if any of y'all have ever been to Galveston yeah. Island State Park, but there's these like circle cement cabanas and it gets <laughs> so hot. I don't know why they decided to build cement cabanas, but <laughs> they did. And we would post up there. You could go to the the beach and come back, get some watermelon, get some food, go right back in. And of course that was that those memories were a big part of my childhood and then like everyone else you grow up and you realize like "Ah, galveston isn't that nice compared to california (laughs) isn't that nice compared to florida right so those those little doubts creep in but then after i moved back here and uh you know we had we have kids now the best thing to do on a summer day is just (laughs) go to galveston it's a quick drive it is a beach at the end of the day, it is a beach and there's so much history there. There's so much to do there. And I will give you some tips in a second about where to go beach wise that will make you appreciate it a little bit more. Mm. First thing, let's break down Dina's fear of the fecal matter. Like, <laughs> I think everyone has that. Right? Like Every summer yeah. a study comes out saying oh, yeah. X, Y and Z was found in Galveston waters. Mm-hmm. But if you start looking up other beach towns, they have the same studies like it always happens. And it does it spike during certain times? Yes, it does. Um, have you gotten sick because of it? Probably not. Okay, because there's not that much in there. There's so much water. Um, and I know it looks dirty. Mm-hmm. But you're not going deep enough to like really be like, oh, this is filthy. You're just if you're just going about waist deep, you're fine. Come on. It's still clear <laughs> waist deep. You're okay. I have a thing with like swimming and other human people's juices right that's like my <laughs> then you don't go to the pool then yeah that's what i, was I don't to say. go to the pool okay. my family's got a pool in our yeah. backyard maybe i'm a little privileged i think any water any water source is like that with a lot of people it's gonna happen you got fish stuff in there as well in galveston i get that but that's any beach <laughs> carly winced <laughs> 
Carl Jung, come on. California <laughs> water has has spikes as well. Okay, but the difference is, is like, okay, I also grew up by um, Matagorda Beach, right? Like, I grew up like 20 minutes yeah. from there. And mm-hmm. that would always have like um, flesh-eating disease, which Galveston, I think, has had oh, it before wow. too. And that, oh no, oh no, I'm not about to play with that. So if I go to the beach, I just sit on the side and I just mind my business. <laughs> I'm not getting in that water. <laughs> And that's fine. You don't have to get in the water. It's still a beach, right? You can hear the waves crashing, Brooke. You can still hear the seagulls. You can have that breeze. And that's one of the big things. We have that less than an hour away. Okay. So here's another thing, though. Like, okay, say, for instance, yeah, you want to go get just get your feet wet in the water. What about the parking? Every time that my family has tried to go, the parking has been a nightmare. Mm. And now you can't even park at that Kroger across the street because there's a bunch of signs saying if you're not parking here just to shop, you're going to get towed. Yeah. And so like sometimes I'd still sneak there and just hope to God no one saw me. <laughs> park there. So park on Seawall Boulevard. And if you go by Pleasure Pier, it's packed. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming to Galveston from 45, the first exit after um, the cruise terminal exit there i forgot the street name i think it's 62nd street but there's an exit right there you make it make a right you go down and it's on the west side of the island Mm. um you can always go to galveston island state park if you get there early enough it does get crowded in the summer but they always have parking they just renovated so there's a lot of spaces now that you'll find parking and space for you and your family so parking boom countered that one (laughs) okay okay all right i will say that i feel like galveston is a good break from the city of houston like you know just the city life Mm -hmm. and since Mm -hmm. i've known you rahil you've brung up a lot of places in galveston that i've never even known about like what what is it like a that you catch a ferry to bolivar bolivar Mm -hmm. that you catch i've never heard of that so i'm like okay Mm -hmm. maybe i'm not being fair to it You're not being very good. See, I'm convincing you one one episode at a time. So Bolivar is the peninsula that connects uh, via the ferry. So you, you go to the ferry. I highly recommend going on the ferry on non-summer months because in the summer, the line can take two hours. It is Ooh, enough, oh, wow. okay? And they'll run four boats at a time, but it's still, there's just too many people trying to get to Bolivar. You can also drive to Bolivar, take the backside because it is a peninsula. So you can take I-10 and cut over through uh, Winnie. So you can do that, but that's like a two hour drive. Mm. But if you can get to Bolivar during the spring months, maybe a little bit later in the day, over there, you can actually drive onto the beach and post up with your car. So that's even better. Like you can just put a tent out and be right by your car, which is great. Bolivar is more open. Uh, Crystal Beach is there. That's more of the party area. That's every once in a while you hear, or actually once a year, you hear about the Jeep uh, parade or Jeep festival that happens there. And that's where you get all the crazy fights and arrests and all that. <laughs> that's Crystal Beach. But speaking of the ferry, you can always park in the little dock area and just walk on and get a free ride. You, you, ju- you can go round trip and you'll see dolphins. You'll see the, the bay dolphins. Mm. You'll, it's so cool. You enjoy that breeze, that boat breeze. So you get all of that as well without waiting in line. How do you feel about Kima Boardwalk? Oh, I love Kima Boardwalk. That's like, I think growing up, that's where we used to go all the time. Mm-hmm. And so that's like one of my favorite memories. I've never been during Christmas time. And that's my goal this year because they have so many Christmas 
activities, mm-hmm. things to do during all like all of December. So that that's on my list for sure. Yeah, Kima's fun. Kima, Kima, it's you want to drive forty minutes instead of like the hour that it might take mm-hmm. to Galveston or about thirty five minutes to Kima. Then it's fun. It's it's an awesome escape. You're on the water again. A lot of restaurants and a lot of things to do for kids. So if you have fa- if you have a family, it's perfect. And if you don't have a family, if you're going with friends, mm-hmm. there's a lot of restaurants there. So you can just sit back and enjoy and again, catch a breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love about Kima. Like I loved Kima Boardwalk way more than I did growing up Galveston mm. because I feel like there's just so much more to do. And if you go during like holiday seasons, let's say Halloween or even like fall, they have things catering to those specific uh, holidays, which is so freaking fun and cool. Okay, Galveston food. Let me let me go on my rant here about food. <laughs> so much fun. So many different choices. There's so many good recommendations in Galveston. You can obviously uh, just search the best restaurants in Galveston. But there's two districts in Galveston. You've got the Seawall Boulevard, right, where you can post up, see the beach. A great spot over there is called The Spot. And yes. this burger joint, it started in 2010, I want to say roughly around there. And now it's become its own compound. There's like three other mm. restaurants there, a bar, and all the seating is right across the beach. So you get wow. that you get that view, you get the feel of like, okay, I'm at a beach town. This is great. And you get really good food and service. Then you've got downtown Galveston where everyone goes to catch the cruise, right? So across there, there is downtown Galveston, the historic area, I think is what it's called. But over there, you've got so many good restaurant choices. You've got an old school ice cream parlor, which we always hit up on the way back. So as we're going back, we have to go in there because my daughter's like, I want my ice cream. I'm like, so do I. So let's stop. (laughs) But that area is so much fun. And that's where Dickens on the Strand happens, the Mardi Gras parade, so many different things happen there. They always have events. So there's two sides of Galveston as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always feel like I end up at the spot. Like I, I don't, yeah. I don't want to end up there because it's always there's like it's overpacked. But the food is really good, so I recommend the spot, even yeah. though it's a tourist trap. I think. And they have a big <laughs> parking garage. Like they got so popular, they built a parking garage wow. so they can accommodate all these people. I don't think I've really eaten on like galveston's beaches or anything like that or in galveston i've eaten in kima which is like you know some people don't equate them as the same place but i go to kima a lot more like when i'm thinking about i go there a lot more especially since i've gotten older because they have like there's bars there that you can go to and like bar hop Mm -hmm. like outside of doing the rides if you want to stay there longer and then there's like a jet skis there's just so much to do there so like it's just like a little controlled area versus like galveston is so big that i think that i Mm. get um discouraged trying to figure out where to go you know yeah Yeah. i'm with you on that i have to say kima like our family used to eat at this place i have no idea if it still exists honestly the flying dutchman it was like a treat Mm. but anytime we did go to the beach or to the park you know we were an immigrant family we're taking our own food with us like breakfast lunch and dinner Mm. you know your water your drinks Mm -hmm. we're not buying anything from the outside world (laughs) that was like the rule so we really didn't get to eat at any of the restaurants on the beach or anything like that maybe we'll get ice cream but that was also a rarity. It was always just like, no, 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 we pack our own food, we grill our own meat, we do everything ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now we don't. Now like I'm with you, <laughs> you know, my family is the same way. Yeah. And now 
I'm, I'm an elitist, okay? <laughs> like, I don't have time to do all that. <laughs> you got to clean up, you got to prep it, all that. You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pay the extra, and we're just gonna, we're gonna enjoy a burger at the spot, okay? Or shrimp and stuff. That's on a Friday. Shrimp and stuff. They have a coconut shrimp special. Ooh, one of the best coconut shrimps you'll ever have. That's a little recommendation from me. Nice. Okay, what other criticisms do we have of Galveston where I can convince you that it's not a fair criticism? I do have one quip about Galveston, even though I'm on your side, Raheel, I'm on your side. But the whole <laughs> photos of the blue water, you know, I've been there <laughs> so many times. I've been there countless times. And I have never seen the blue water that they show in those photos. I feel like it's photoshopped. I don't feel like it's real, but mm -hmm. try to convince me that it's real. It is real. I'm going to send you the picture and you can use that picture <laughs> in the best newsletter in the city of Houston. Hey, Houston. Okay. When you preview this episode in Hey, Houston, you can use my picture of blue water and it looks beautiful. I mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it, but I just want to see it with my own eyes. Like the day that they do that, I feel like it's always a weekday, not a day that you can just drive out yourself to prove that the water is blue. But I want to know and see it for my my own self that the water is actually blue. Every time I see it, it's usually mm, like a mid level brown. <laughs> I'm with her on that. Okay, I will share with everyone, everyone listening. You can see that picture if you subscribe to Hey Houston. Make sure you do that. Okay, final thing on Galveston. It's a reconnect with nature. I always say mm -hmm. that. I think we as Houstonians forget to do that. So to have that moment where you are purposely driving to the beach, you have an hour drive, you go, okay, here's what I'm doing. I'm going to go have a good day. I'm going to put my toes in the sand. I'm going to be <laughs> part of nature. I'm going to enjoy the birds. I'm going to see some dolphins if I go to the ferry, or you can also do dolphin tours, by the way, uh, in downtown Galveston, you can book a tour there. So that reconnection with nature is so important. I think we forget to do that a lot, not only as humans, but as Houstonians. So Galveston allows you to do that better than any other place here in the city. And Moody Gardens. Like I remember we took a lot of field trips as kids. Oh my gosh, yes. To Moody Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was we our all, favorite place. We've all been there. <laughs> How many yeah. pyramids are there now? I feel like they add a new pyramid every summer. Every yeah, <laughs> feels like that. Oh, yeah. and there's Slitterbon in Galveston. Yes. I forgot yeah. to mention that. I've never been to that location, so that's on my summer bucket list. I think because I've only been to the one in New Braunfels, but I've heard really great things. It's and so fun. you don't even have to drive that far because going to New Braunfels that's like three hours. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we have Slitterbon only an hour away is another thing that really makes Galveston kind of stand out among all the other beaches in Texas. So a great tip for that, take a day off of work and go during the weekday. The lines mm -hmm. are better. The crowd is fun. You can you can knock out the park in probably four hours, if that, because it is a smaller park. And then mm -hmm. you can go to the beach or go grab a bite to eat, make it a day, take off of work, do that. Don't go on the weekends. <laughs> do not go on the weekends. <laughs> it is crazy there on the weekends. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And then Galveston also has like a really cool culture is what I've always heard about it. You know, I think mm -hmm. Houstonians, we kind of just focus on our own cool culture. But like Galveston mm -hmm. has like this like NOLA feel to it and just has like so mm -hmm. much history yeah. and also has like a lot yeah. of ghost history, too. So it's like if oh. you want to go down there and do like a yeah. little tour of just the background of Galveston, I think that that could be a lot of fun, too. 
Yeah, if you ever go to the St. Louis Hotel, also that's a good resort style hotel if you ever wanted to just go there, rent a room and enjoy the pool, enjoy the spa, the restaurants, all that good stuff. But when you're driving there, you see the cemetery and it is a huge cemetery. It looks a lot like a New Orleans cemetery, although mm. the graves over here are not above ground like New Orleans because of the flooding. But yeah, it, it's a huge cemetery and there is a big ghost history. You're right, Carly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Dang. Yeah, and go to the Juneteenth mural. It is on the corner of Strand and 22nd Street, and it's really big. You honestly can't miss it when you're walking by. It's by a lot of restaurants. Um, but yeah, it depicts the history of Juneteenth. It's really beautiful. Um, it's been there since 20, summer 2021. So mm -hmm. as we're getting closer to Juneteenth and you're looking for ways to celebrate um, the holiday, I recommend going to look at the mural for sure. Mm. That's the perfect tip to end on. Okay, mm -hmm. Brooke, I've already convinced you. You were on my team the entire time. <laughs> Dina, did we convince you? You kind of did. Just just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Carleone, how about you? Did we convince you? Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of stuff that I need to go and experience. So that's what I realized here. And um, yeah, I'm convinced to go try it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for letting me get on my soapbox here and convince everyone why Gallison doesn't suck. And I hope the listeners feel the same way. And I hope to meet some of the listeners in Galveston, on the beaches, during the hot months of the year. Have fun, y'all. I know, I'm excited. Even though it's getting hotter, it's a, it's a good excuse to go to Galveston. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> that was lead producer Dina Kespa, producer Carleon Jones, and newsletter editor Brooke Lewis with me, Real Ramzanali. So yesterday, I told you that gas prices are going up and I've got more bad news. You can also expect to pay more on your water bill. The city announced the annual rate hike, which will increase water bills by about 15% or roughly $11 for a single family home that uses 4,000 gallons a month. The annual increases are for the city to continue providing clean water and keep up with inflation. But if you use 3,000 gallons or less, you'll only see an increase of about $6. That will do it for today. If you enjoyed listening, please share CityCast Houston with your friends and family so we can grow the show. I'm Rahil Ramzanali, and I hope you learned something new. <clears throat> Man, I cannot clear my throat today. Sorry. Sorry you have to hear that. That's so disgusting.